You are now listening to The Model Health Show with Sean Stevenson. For more, visit themodelhealthshow.com. Welcome to The Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert, Sean Stevenson, and I'm so grateful for you tuning in with me today. This episode is incredibly timely. This time of year, we start to see a big shift taking place in our culture, right? The seasons change, but we also see an uptick in folks getting sick. And so what's going on? This episode is dedicated to the top 10 ways to fortify our immune system. And this is really relevant any time of year, but particularly right now. And we're also going to seek to answer the question, why do seasonal changes, particularly fall to winter, bring about more instances of things like cold and flus, right? So it's, it's gonna blow your mind when you find out what's really happening behind the scenes. So make sure to buckle your uh, superhero utility belt up, get ready because we're gonna dive into it. But before the show, we were in the studio talking about just some of the things we start to do when it starts to get cold outside, we start to hang out a little bit more, right? Go inside, watch some movies. My, my oldest son, Jordan, was hanging out with his lady friend, his girlfriend, and they watched Man on Fire. Classic. Right? Denzel watched him. And he was like, Dad, we have to watch it. And so I did. I haven't watched it in probably since it came out. And wow, what an incredible... If you want to experience the whole spectrum of human emotions, then watch that movie. All right? And so watching the movie, and this is the basically the, the premise, he's, he, he's kind of a reluctant bodyguard, but he gets connected to this little girl. He's uh, meant to protect and she gets taken. And so he goes through this whole uh, crazy experience to try to avenge her. And at the end of the movie, I mean, I've got like, I knew in that moment because I got this huge knot in my throat. Like I, I knew in that moment that I'm the emotional, more uh, emotional person in my relationship with my wife. Because I'm looking, I'm, I'm, I'm about to pass out, like just like in my throat, right? Holding the tears in. I look back at her. It's like nothing, nothing, really. You know, same thing with my with my older son. Of course, they felt the emotion, but I just feel it more. But man, what an incredible experience! It's one of the great things about this time of year. You know, hanging out with friends and family, connecting. And there's also some incredible benefits to that that you're going to learn about as well today. All right, so big shout out to Man on Fire and Denzel. Period. How good is he? Every role he makes you believe, like it's a different person and you're thrust into that universe. Incredibly powerful. Uh, my video guy was talking about uh, the movie, The Equalizer. So he did that whole thing. And I mentioned to him that this is actually a remake in a way of a television show from when I was like a kid kid and living with my grandmother. That was her jam, The Equalizer television show. And there was two things that my grandma was, it was her TV time, The Equalizer, Magnum P.I., all right? Tom Selleck, mustache, she's about that life. All right, so Sean need to go find something to do. Any other time, it's all about Sean, but Tom Selleck and The Equalizer. So shout out to those shows as well. But I'm very, very excited about this episode because I, these are tools and strategies and insights that it's gonna build on your education in a big way, but also very practical things that you're gonna be able to take with you to utilize for yourself and your family to keep you, to keep you guys well more frequently. Now, everybody's going to get exposed to stuff at some point, and that's okay, but there's a certain um, format, right? So our immune system is kind of like there's a formatting program, and these things change over time, 
And so how we're interacting and putting in new programs, taking things out as far as our nutrition is concerned and also other lifestyle factors really determine what the, the hardware is gonna do in a sense. So this is gonna really build on your education and also again, very tangible strategies. And speaking of building on your education, recently we launched a $2,000 scholarship program with the Institute of Transformational Nutrition, where I am on the faculty at the first nationally accredited health coaching program and business school as well. And it's so powerful to see all the new students who've come on board and they're in the business incubator right now because it doesn't matter how much stuff you know, right? It doesn't matter how much stuff you know about nutrition or about fitness if you're not able to format that information and structure it in a way that can create a sustainable business. So I want folks, if they're passionate about health and wellness, to be able to create a business around that. And that's the other part that I didn't get to learn when I was in school. Not only did I get miseducated with the nutrition portion, but I wasn't taught how to be successful. And there's so many things I had to go through to figure this stuff out. And I'm just cutting that learning curve for folks and also just giving, literally giving them the tools and giving them access to the very best people in the world. And that's why so it's so exciting to me and I'm so grateful to be a part of this movement, this transformation generation. And if you're not already enrolled in ITN, I highly suggest you pop over to transformationalnutrition.com forward slash model. All right, that's transformationalnutrition.com forward slash model. We'll put a link in the show notes as well. And take the assessment to see, number one, what you would qualify for as far as being a health coach, a master practitioner program, or uh, just coming in, it, you know, again, like you don't have to have any experience. You're going to get to learn from the best people. And so taking the assessment to see where you would land in the school and also getting an opportunity to get access to one of those $2,000 scholarships because we have recalibrated the scholarship fund and we have scholarships available right now. All right, so definitely pop over and check that out. That's transformationalnutrition.com forward slash model. And on that note, let's get to the Apple Podcast Review of the Week. Another five-star review titled Most Influential Person Podcast in My Life by Swaggy Natty. Thank you, Sean, for such an enlightening show. I have been listening to your podcast for over two years now, and it has completely shifted my perspective on what an ideal, healthy lifestyle truly means. I was suffering from gastrointestinal issues that would alter my mood and cause me to disassociate from my social life. I wasn't my energetic self for a while. I sought out help from doctors, but no one had an answer. When I stumbled upon your podcast, everything made sense. I was so excited about this newfound information. Now, after changing my eating and sleeping habits, I rarely ever experience negative symptoms. I've never felt better. Thank you, Sean, for being the light in my life. That's so awesome. Thank you so very much for taking the time to share that. It uh, means so much to me. I truly, truly do appreciate that. And I'm sending you a big virtual hug. And everybody, if you've yet to do so, please pop over and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts for the show. Let everybody know what you think of the show. And I just appreciate that so very much. And on that note, let's get to our topic of the day. So today we're going to dive in and talk about the top 10 ways to fortify your immune system. And I think it's very important to always start with a foundational understanding of what the heck we're talking about in the first place, all right? And talking about the immune system, what is it? What is the immune system? Well, to put it simply, the immune system, this is from the Latin immunis, which means free or untouched, all right? 
And the immune system protects the body like a guardian, in a sense, from harmful infections and illnesses and is essential for survival. That's probably the most important part of that. Without a properly functioning immune system, you can't survive. So it's kind of important, kind of important. Now, it's made up of different cells, organs, and organ systems throughout the body. All right, so your immune system isn't located just in one place. We actually went into a deep dive into these organs and organ systems on a past episode. It's called The Secret Life of Your Immune System. So we're not going to get too much into that today. And that's episode 166. We'll put that in the show notes for you. Definitely classic episode. You need to know that information. But today, what we're going to do, of course, we're going to get into 10 ways to fortify the immune system. But also, we're going to talk a little bit more about the actual immune cells. So what are these immune cells? So essentially, these are what we call the white blood cells. And these include leukocytes, lymphocytes, B cells, and T cells, monocytes, neutrophils, several other factors as well. And all of these are part of the immune system that, again, help to fight infection and defend your body against other foreign compounds. One of the biggest things to know about the immune system is that it's highly intelligent. It's highly intelligent. There are different types of white blood cells. Obviously, we just went through a couple of them, but these are involved in several different things like recognizing intruders, killing harmful organisms, creating antibodies to protect your body against future exposure from the same thing, right? Your immune system can learn. Super cool stuff. Now, some of these immune cells are referred to as non-specific immune cells. And this is when something looks even remotely sketchy and the immune system can just go and attack, eliminate, like uh, the great poet, Notorious B.I.G. said, blast, squeeze first, ask questions last. All right, so it's going and taking stuff out first. And so that's one particular part of the immune system, non-specific immune cells. And by the way, I said sketchy, right? If something's even remotely sketchy, This is something the kids are saying now, right? Stuff comes back around, right? Bell bottoms came back for a little minute, for example. And my son has been saying sketchy. And like his friends say sketchy, if something's kind of sketchy. And I was like, that's old stuff. You can't come up with the better. But that reminds me just, again, like the nostalgia. And when he said it, it made me think of like Scooby-Doo and Jinkies, right? And just like... Looking kind of sketchy, Scoob, right? When he's outside the, the building, shaggy, scared or whatever. He's like, it is wretchy. And, uh, but anyways, th- things come back full circle. And just like the importance of learning about this stuff. Like for me, when I was in school learning about the immune system, it, had, it didn't land. It had no connection to me as a person in my life. And so now this is what I really strive to do for you is to help to connect this and make sure that you understand this amazing system in your body and to make sure that it connects and also so that this can trickle down and affect the people that you care about as well. So again, non-specific immune cells, you got those, you got those in your superhero utility belt for your immune system, but you also have some are specific adaptive immune cells. And also, so let's talk about these T cells really quickly. T cells are very much responsible for directly killing many foreign invaders, right? They're just like, the frontline go-getter uh, type of cells. Then we have NK cells, natural killer cells. These play a major role as well, and they, they function in a lot of the same way as the T cells, but these are playing a major role in host rejection of both tumors and also virally infected cells. So they're more, 
differentiated, focusing more on viruses and cancer cells. And then we have the B cells. Now, this is really interesting. So you got T cells, NK cells, B cells we're talking about right now. Your B cells are responsible for something called humoral immunity. And they produce the antibodies that, quote, remember an infection. And they stand ready. They stand by and guard in case your body should ever be exposed to that strand of this virus or bacteria again. And this is why we become essentially immune to certain things. And that's largely re responsible for that is our B cells. How cool is that? So it's right there, it's like building up a wall. Like, I know you, you're not getting it in here, right? It's, this reminds me of that movie, the, the Great Wall. Is it The Great Wall with Matt Damon? If you, ha if you haven't seen it, don't see it, all right? It's, 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 not, it's not that good, it's not that good. But, you know, having that idea of having this wall up that's protective over your, your human organism, right? Your, 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 your biological spaceship that you're walking around in. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to know that your body has the intelligence to do that. Now, also, we have these cells called macrophages, right? Macrophages. And these are large white blood cells. And these are born from monocytes that I mentioned earlier. And these have the ability to locate and actually eat particles such as bacteria, viruses, fungi, and parasites. So these white blood cells are like little Pac-Man in your system, right? Going through and gobbling up problems, right? Things that are recognized, these little ghosts that shouldn't be there, gobbling them up. Again, pretty cool. So this is just looking at some of these different white blood cells and hopefully get a little bit more of an understanding of what some of them are called, what they're doing. And now let's kind of shift gears and look at answering this question, why do seasonal changes particularly fall and winter, bring about more instances of things like colds and flus. Now listen to this. Researchers at the University of Cambridge published data showing that the activity of thousands of human genes differ from summer to winter. All right, so your genes activity, what your genes are actually doing, changes depending on the season it is. That, that should stop you in your tracks for a second. All right, because this is far removed from this idea that our genes are controlling our lives, that our genes are permanent and fixed. They found that just the seasons change changes about a fourth of what your genes are doing. All right, we have upwards of 25,000 genes collectively as humans. This study found that the activity of almost a quarter of those genes, that's 5,136 genes out of the 22,822 genes tested. So again, a fourth of our genes clearly are changing based on the season that you're in. Bananas and pajamas. Now, with this said, this seasonality, the researchers affirmed, also affects our immune system and the composition of our blood and fat tissue, these genetic changes due to the seasons. And one of the researchers had this to say, quote, we know that humans adapt to changing environments. Our paper suggests that human immune systems adapt to show different seasonal variation, end quote. That should tell you a lot right there. Just like what's going on with the seasons changing? Your genes are changing, right? So that's one of the, the answers that's kind of hidden in this thing that's just in the back of our mind when they're talking about, oh, it's flu, it's cold and flu season, 
Why? Why? Right? Our genes are changing. Now, here's the issue. The goal is to support these natural changes to our immune system and not prison shank our immune system because it's cold outside. That's what we're doing because our lifestyle is very different from that of folks who would more gracefully adapt to the changes in weather. All right, so I'm hoping to change the culture today of this cold and flu season with some of these enlightening insights like this. So a big part of this, and we're gonna to continue to build on this, has to do with your genetic expression changing based on the time of year. And what we wanna do is support those changes with these top 10 that we're gonna go into right now. Number one on our list of top 10 ways to fortify your immune system is from this. Researchers at the University of Minnesota and at the Mayo Clinic found that glycosaminoglycans, like those found in bone broth, are able to influence B-cell and T-cell function and macrophage activity. There's something special about this bone broth. Right, something special. Other research published in the journal Amino Acids and the Journal of Neurochemistry found that proline, which is in high concentration in bone broth, plays significant roles in cellular detoxification and free radical scavenging. Several studies have linked the substance chondroitin sulfate found in bone broth to both anti-inflammatory as well as immunoregulatory effects. Tip number one is to add in some bone broth. Now, this is something that historically, as the seasons change, our ancestors would be doing more of this, making the soups and doing the broths and that kind of thing. But we tend to get away from that. We tend to get away from that. And here's some research I came across thanks to Chris Kresser. This says, quote, scientists at the University of Nebraska sought to test this folklore, right? Because it's, right, you, drinking soup, right? The chicken soup for the soul, Right. They start to test it. Like, is there any truth to this whole thing that drinking broth is going to be helpful? And so this was in vitro study and found that components of chicken soup were able to inhibit the migration of innate immune cells called neutrophils, effectively acting as an anti-inflammatory that could, in theory, reduce symptoms of illness. So whether this effect occurs in vivo, so like in a living human body, is still unclear from this particular study. But this preliminary data suggests that our ancestors may have been up to something. End quote. Really cool. So it's interacting with human cells and seeing these neutrophils having this anti-inflammatory response when exposed to uh, a, a potentially pathogenic organism. It's really interesting stuff. And for me and we'll put this in the show notes, this goes back to my conversation with Dr. Kate Shanahan not too long ago, who I had on the show, and she's just a powerhouse. She was the official uh, team physician nutritionist for the Los Angeles Lakers. It's one of her cool things on her resume. And this was when Kobe was like, guess what? Kobe, he dropped 60, his last game. He tore his Achilles, all this stuff prior to, to this and her coming on board. Part of his healing process, he got into bone broth, hardcore. Like he would make sure that every city that they traveled to, they had their very specific instructions on preparing his bone broth. Hashtag secret. All right. And so having her on, she mentioned something because for me, it's always like, are these nutrients, how intelligent are they in your body? And so like that, that study was 
questioning like, okay, it works in a Petri dish, but what about in the human body? And so Kate Shanahan cited some information on the show where the study was done using something called radio labeling. So they're taking the compounds found in bone broth and basically making them radioactive so you can see them on a scan. And they were giving them to these arthritic mice that they have the severe arthritis. And they saw through a scan that these compounds found, like collagen specifically, literally went to the damaged slash inflamed part of these mice um, physical bodies. All right. So it has an intelligence in the body. Like it knows where to go and to be used. So I, I think that's really cool and really fascinating. So here's a big component that just is a, is a simple add-in is that bone broth contains an abundance of minerals as well as over 15 different amino acids and proteins like collagen and gelatin. And the exact nutritional content, here's important, it varies based on what you're using. Is this chicken? Is this... Uh, beef broth, whatever the case might be, the cooking time, the cooking method, all those things are going to influence the nutrients and the total nutritional content of the broth. All right. So if you're, and you can make your own, obviously, but there are so many companies that are providing um, bone broth and you can get it fresh, like from different places that are popping up. Last time that I saw this, I was actually with Drew Manning when I was in Utah they took me to this, I guess it's one of their favorite restaurants, and they had the bone broth on tap, basically, right? But for me, it's hot outside. Everybody there is probably five other people. Everybody is sipping on their bone broth. I didn't get it, all right, for me. But then there's a natural inclination. It started getting a little chilly. I felt more inclined, right? And we're going to talk a little bit more about this a little bit later in listening to our bodies to have the bone broth. Or you can buy it frozen. You can have it delivered to your home, right? Many different ways to go about it, but this is just one. This is just one thing. It might not be the thing for you, but it's really fascinating science behind it. So I want you to keep that in your back pocket. All right, so let's move on. So we're gonna go on to number two in the top 10 ways to fortify your immune system this time of year. That's specifically why I mentioned the bone broth. Number two, now question for you. Have you ever noticed that the flu season, cold and flu season tends to come around in conjunction with the time of year people spend indoors the most. It's the time of year that we're inside the most is when we happen to have this flu season take place. Researchers at Georgetown University Medical Center found that the blue light spectrum from the sun's rays are capable of boosting the activity of infection-fighting T cells. Sun exposure. We need it for a properly functioning immune system. This time of year for a lot of folks listening it's not as easy to get outside. It's cold. And the sun is even at a, a different place for us. And so the rays aren't even hitting us the same. But we definitely should be a little bit more inclined to do our best to get some sun exposure during the winter months, if at all possible. And even still, the strength of the rays of the sun, again, are not as effective at triggering this production of something important. And that's what number two is. And it's this compound that plays a big role in this immune health. And it's the role of vitamin D. All right, vitamin D, also known as, quote, the sunshine vitamin. And this is critical to the health and strength of your immune system. Now, I, I don't know who named vitamin D. It's, I don't know why they did that. It's a hormone. Right? It's not a vitamin. But it plays an important role in bone health, in hormone function, and 
in your metabolism, among other things. Listen to this. Research published in the Journal of Investigative Medicine found that vitamin D can modulate the innate and adaptive immune responses directly modulating your immune response. Deficiency in vitamin D was found to be associated with increased autoimmunity as well as an increased susceptibility to infection. We're not getting sunlight. We're not producing vitamin D. You need that to produce the vitamin D. Now, let's take this a step further. This is also a big solution for folks. Just get the flu shot. You get your flu shot. They're giving out flu shots like those samples at the mall, like when you walk through the food court, right? They just like, they almost put it in your mouth. Like, just back off, buddy. I'm not into that, right? I'm not into that food, nor a grown man feeding me like I'm a man baby, right? So, but they're just handing them out everywhere you go. Flu shot here, flu shot there. Is it really that effective is the question. And also, are some other things more effective? And that's really what we're going to talk about. Randomized double-blind, placebo-controlled study, a.k.a. this is the gold standard of clinical trials. In this study, published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, it was found that vitamin D supplementation lowered the risk of getting the flu by 58% for one of the most prevalent strains of the virus at that time. That's bananas in pajamas right there, all right? you'll generally see somewhere in the 30% range for the flu uh, flu shot for some strains. Some strains is like 90% ineffective. But, hey, this is just, you know, this is, this is to have the information, to do your homework, to know what works best for you. This is not a bash against taking that plan of action. This is a pro. Hey, you might want to look into vitamin D supplementation because it's kind of important. Now with vitamin D supplementation, it's important to know there are different types. There isn't just one vitamin D. There isn't just one B12. There are many different forms of these things. And with vitamin D, we're looking for specifically cholecalciferol. That's D3. That's the one that's much more readily absorbed by the human body and more potent than vitamin D2, which is ergocalciferol. And this is the actual form, D2, the less effective one, that's in most multivitamins. So you can get that out of here. All right, let's go for the D3. And so you make sure that you're going for vitamin D3 from a reputable source. There are so many out there. And also keep in mind that D3 is fat soluble. So for your body to utilize it in the most effective way, Ideally, it's going to come packaged with some high quality fat. So it might be virgin olive oil in the supplement and or when you're taking the vitamin D3, make sure that you're consuming it with uh, a meal that has some high quality fats in it. All right. So let's move on. So make sure check out vitamin D3 during this time of year, specifically when you're not getting access to as much sunlight. But still, if you can get some access, do your best. Right? I know it can be complicated, but this is another reason. Get outside. The processed air that we're just chronically breathing in during this time of year, right? Get outside, get some fresh air, get a little bit of sunlight. Your genes expect you to do those things. And also look into D3 as a supportive mechanism to fortify your immune system during these seasonal changes. All right, let's move on to number three. Number three, and this is the second and final vitamin 
directly that I'm going to talk about in this top 10 ways to fortify your immune system. Everybody knows. Your friend, my friend, your mother's friend, vitamin C. Vitamin C. There's a big misconception out there about vitamin C, though. You got to know this. Research indicates that it actually has very little effectiveness once you're already sick. That's the big thing. Oh, take some vitamin C. You're sick, take some vitamin C. Very little effectiveness. However, it's a great add-in when it comes to preventing getting sick in the first place. In five clinical trials, people who were exposed to extreme physical stress, and who isn't these days, were able to cut the number of illnesses they contracted in half by supplementing with vitamin C. Now, the key here is to be proactive with it. So if you know, okay, there's this change of season taking place, let me up my vitamin C intake. Like, let me do a little bit extra here. Now, when you know stress is coming, especially even with that, not just the season change, but if stress is ahead, you know, potentially maybe there's some sleep deprivation ahead or like a big workload or something stressful going on, it's a good idea to take a little bit more vitamin C. So that's a nugget to take with you for the rest of your days, okay? So what are some good sources? Obviously, people think of citrus, right? We think of vitamin C because of the marketing, the marketing with the orange juice. I grew up, my mom, if there was one thing that she would get for me personally, well, actually, there was three things that are coming to mind now. One thing, my mom worked at Magic Market, all right? So this is like a 7-Eleven... Uh, prerequisite? I don't know. It was like a, a pre 7 Eleven. So she worked at Magic Market and she worked the overnight shift. And she would bring me back when I stayed at her house over the weekend. I would get baseball cards. I still got a few of them. Okay. The baseball cards, but let me get that gum. Let me get the gum in the baseball card pack. I need, I need that. Right. So she'd do that. Also, when she would get donuts, she always made sure to give me a sprinkle. Made me feel special. One sprinkle is going to be in the bunch. It's Sean's. Okay. Give me something. Give me something small. Let me know that I matter. Right. And the third thing is orange juice. She keep the, she would do the uh, half gallon. So they come in these little, basically a half gallon jug. It looked like a, a gallon jug that milk would come in, but it's half gallon, smaller uh, bad boy. And I would just knock those down. Like it was crazy. It was crazy. Getting that vitamin C. But uh, guess what? That's just a tremendous, like an insane amount of sugar that I was consuming. Insane amount of sugar. And the same thing for the rest of my family. Same thing for people all over the place right now who are consuming orange juice for breakfast. It's pasteurized orange juice. The pasteurization process is destroying upwards of 80% of the nutrition in it, right? It's like denaturing the different compounds in there. It's a totally different thing, right? It's And it's something that, because they're, it's, from a, it's from a produce or fruit source, it can't withstand that processing as much as you would see with more of an animal source, for example. But here's the thing. Oranges themselves, great source of vitamin C. Lemons, love lemons, much lower glycemic. Limes, tangerines, you got grapefruit. You got the grapefruits. Now, these foods are great, but not much stronger than many other classes of foods. For example, one cup of broccoli has 168% of your RDA vitamin C, your recommended daily allowance, while a cup of oranges has 128%. So 168% versus 128% of your RDA. 
broccoli's a bad boy when it comes to that vitamin C, all right? I know you've probably never heard anything like that, but broccoli is a bad boy, all right? You got to be careful coming around with your daughter with broccoli. Food first. Remember that. Keep that in mind. Remember that vitamin C is water-soluble, so cooking the pants off of it can lose a lot of the vitamin content, all right? Another thing you probably never heard before, cook your pants off. During the seasonal change, I think it's something that a lot of us should be supplementing as well, not just fruit, food sources, because a lot of these food sources, like we think about fruits, they're not in season at this time of year. So this is something I encouraged when I was doing clinical work, the patients I was working with, as well as myself. You know what I'm doing? What I'm doing right now, what I'm taking, I'm taking Virutech, right? Virutech, which is a combination of vitamin C, selenium, super important for the immune system, as is zinc, which is in there as well, alpha lipoic acid. And this is a, these are these biopotentiators, right? Alpha lipoic acid makes vitamin C work better in your body. So that's in there as well. Quercetin, which whenever I say it, I think of Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten's in there and also L-lysine. This is an essential amino acid. This means that your body can't make it. You have to get it from your diet. That's one of the most important amino acids, if not the most important amino acid for regulating and supporting your immune system. All of that is in Virutech. That's V-I-R-U-T-E-C-H. Virutech formula. And these are from all from earth-grown food sources. So I highly recommend Virutech. I get it from Onnit. Right, so go to onit.com forward slash model. That's O-N-N-I-T.com forward slash model. Definitely, especially during this time of year, just to have on hand when you know stress is on the on the come up, that Virutech is, is something special. Even check out the reviews. Just check out the reviews on the page. So onit.com forward slash model and then go to the supplements tab, check out Virutech and get yourself some. And here's the cool thing about Onit. They have this keep it money back guarantee. So it's not just money back guarantee, but you keep the product too. They're not going to ask you to send back, send me those two pills back. You don't like it, send those two. No, you keep it. And if you're not happy with the product, they'll refund your money. And so for me daily right now, I've been doing the Virutech, probably we'll, we'll say five out of seven days. And I'll just do that. I'll do it cyclically. You know, I'm not just going to hammer that down like a daily thing all, all year long. But especially if I'm traveling, I up that. If I know that stress is on the, on the come up, I up the Virutech. And just with the season change right now, that's what I've been doing as well. And another thing that I love from Onnit and that I, I use daily, 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 is the emulsified MCT oils, which are shown to support and defend against pathogenic organisms in your gut. How powerful is that? Because guess what? We talked about your immune system isn't in just one place. It's primarily located in your gut. Scientists are saying that upwards of 70 to 80% of the immune system itself is located in the human gastrointestinal tract. And it makes sense because it's kind of the front line of everything, that interface between your body and the environment. So it would make sense. So pretty cool. So head over, check them out, onnit.com forward slash model. That's O-N-N-I-T.com forward slash model. Emulsified MCT oils are delicious. All right, coffee, tea, they're delicious. Add them in. And also the Virutech, definitely check that out as well. So let's move on to number four on our list of the top 10 ways to fortify your immune system. Number four, this one comes as a result of several studies, but I'll just share a couple of insights here. This was published by the Mayo Clinic 
and show that people who don't get quality sleep or enough sleep are far more likely to get sick after being exposed to a virus. This is one of the most important factors for supporting our immune system. And these top 10 ways to fortify your immune system in no particular order, this one's definitely, if we were ranking, it'd be right up there at the top, all right? Number four is to make sure we're getting optimal sleep. And this is because obviously, again, just shared that, but have you noticed that sleep doesn't just affect whether or not you're getting sick, but it affects how quickly you recover. Have you noticed that when you get sick, you, your body, you tend to sleep more. Have you ever thought about that? Like your body just goes into like sleep mode and you're sleeping more because that's where you're really recovering. You're producing this incredible array of immune factors during sleep that really support the healing and accelerated healing at the end of the day of you getting better, right? So there's a few factors contributing to this. During sleep, your immune system releases proteins called cytokines, okay? So during sleep, your immune system releases proteins that are called cytokines. And these cytokines, some of which actually help to promote your sleep quality. So some of these cytokines help to promote your sleep quality. Now, certain cytokines actually need to increase when you have an infection or inflammation and when you're under stress as well. All right, so these cytokines are kind of these uh, inflammatory agents that are going to the site of an infection and, and calling the troops in and getting the natural killer cells and the B cells and getting people, they're like, the, they're like, hey, there's trouble over here, guys. Let's go, All right? These cytokines, they're helping to promote sleep just in a general sense, but also when you have an infection, these are going to increase during sleep to help to promote a speedy recovery. So sleep deprivation can actually decrease the production of these protective cytokines. And that's the full story right there, right? Sleep deprivation is gonna decrease the production of your cytokines, leaving you more likely to get an infection. And also the recovery, once you get an infection, if you're not getting high quality sleep, you're not gonna heal as quickly, right? Really powerful stuff. Also, the production and activity of infection-fighting cells and antibodies are reduced during periods when you don't get enough sleep. So why is this happening? Why is this actually happening? Researchers at the Albert Einstein College of Medicine published fascinating research regarding the circadian rhythm of the immune system itself. Okay, this is, this is cool. Your immune system is heavily influenced by external cues, i.e., your body in relationship to time and the environment. Light and dark cycles, for example, synchronize functions of the suprachiasmatic nucleus, which then controls the function of the HPA axis. All right, so that's the hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis, which then controls the release and suppression of hormones and neurotransmitters, which controls the activity of immune-related glands, organs, organ systems, related to the immune system, like your liver, your lymphatic system, the thymus gland, bone marrow, and more. All of these things are controlled on a circadian rhythm. Super important. All right, so your immune system itself has a circadian timing. It's always looking for a rhythm. It's looking for a flow. And so being off with our sleep can throw that whole thing out of whack. So, and by the way, I mentioned bone marrow, like, and so this research indicates that your 
sleep cycle or your circadian rhythm with your immune system can influence your bone marrow. Why does this matter? Most of your white blood cells are made in the bone marrow. That's really weird, right? Like these immune cells that we've been talking about, it's coming from your bone marrow. Pretty, pretty profound. The body's just amazing. And so your sleep, by the way, again, is tied directly to the function and health of your bone marrow. So that's one piece of this with the sleep equation, right? It's supporting the immune system directly. But also, just to talk about this really briefly, is the role that sleep plays on. So the lymphatic system that we talked about in the past episode, it's kind of where the secret life of your immune system is taking place outside of the gut and all these immune-related organs, these lymphatic organs. This lymphatic system is like extracellular fluid, just bathing your cells and tissues, uh, taking uh, metabolic waste and, and pathogenic organisms, washing this stuff out. There's a lot of different roles. But this lymphatic system, you have four times more lymph than you have blood. However, it doesn't reach directly to your brain. Now, this, your brain is very, very picky in what it allows to get access to it and what it has. So what does your brain do? Because there's a lot of cellular activity and metabolic waste taking place in your brain. Your brain has its own kind of closed system called the glymphatic system. And so the lymphatic system is what your body's using. It's kind of extracellular waste management system. Your brain has its own. The glymphatic system, which is a little shout out to the glial cells that essentially help to run it. Here's why this matters in the context of sleep. During sleep, your glymphatic system, this cleaning system for your brain cells is about 10 times more active than when you're awake. So when your sleep is when your brain really has the opportunity to clean house. And now we're seeing research indicating that issues linked to things like Alzheimer's are tied to an inability of the brain to detoxify itself. All right, so this cleaning system, this protection for the brain, a big part of that is taking place during sleep. All right, so multifaceted thing here with keeping us healthy because guess what? Your brain's controlling a lot of the things that your immune system's even doing. Keeping our brain healthy, we need to make sure we're getting high quality sleep. Obviously, follow the tactics and sleep smarter. If you have not read Sleep Smarter yet, definitely highly recommend it. Pick up a copy. And these strategies in there, 21 clinically proven strategies, these are going to be essentially relevant all year round. But for now, as we're talking in the context of this seasonal change, I want you to pay a little bit more attention to the environmental cues, right? The environmental cues. What happens during this time of year for a lot of us right now in the U.S. is shorter days, longer nights. Shorter days, longer nights. What do you think our ancestors would be doing? Because we are not nocturnal creatures. All right? And just if you want to argue that, go out on a safari. Or you, we call it a safari. Just go out in the wild with your human senses. Where they've got the big cats. All right? Where they got the, the creepy crawlies. They can see you. You can't see them. All right? Our senses are tied up to... And then the color spectrum that we can see for daytime, right? We're not nocturnal creatures. Of course, we can stay up late and, and have fun, all right? But we're not hardwired to do that. So our ancestors would seek shelter. We would, we would hang out more, you know, do the, the hunting and gathering and the, and the fellowship and all this stuff during the day. At night, you seek shelter. It's dangerous. It's dangerous out there, okay? And so keep that in mind. 
And so during the winter months, it's really a, a call from the environment to maybe, maybe get a little bit more sleep. Right? Maybe turn in a little bit earlier. Or maybe sleep in a little bit later. Right? It's, it's okay to change our schedule based on the seasons. As a matter of fact, according to this data, that's one of the most helpful things for us to do. And I've actually noticed this. If, if we're giving people the opportunity to just kind of abide by this, my youngest son, Brayden, he tends to sleep more during this time of year. He just naturally is wanting to sleep longer, right? He's wanting to stay in bed. It's not, the sun isn't coming up. And so pay attention to environmental cues. Do your best to get some sun exposure. That's going to be another powerful implement here because innovations in clinical neuroscience found that getting adequate sun exposure during the day can help you to sleep better at night. And it's one of the things that helps to reset that circadian rhythm. All right. And also creating a sleep sanctuary for yourself. And we'll put an episode in the show notes, just a kind of a masterclass on creating a sleep sanctuary. All right. That, that good rest recovery is prevalent and everlasting. All right. So let's move on to number five here on our list, the top 10 ways to fortify your immune system. Number five is to exercise. Exercise. It's another time because it's not nice outside. We're not getting out. We're not walking. We're not moving. We're getting more cooped up. And this can have a uh, hazardous effect on what we're experiencing as far as our immune system. Our lymphatic system that we've been talking about, this that's carrying a lot of these immune cells around your body, relies heavily on the pumping action of movement because unlike your circulatory system, your immune system does not have a direct pump, right? It doesn't have like your... your uh, circulatory system has the heart. This does not have a direct pump. The pumping action for moving this lymphatic fluid happens through moving and breathing, specifically deep breathing. Now, and isn't it cool? Even when I thought about it just now, I took a little bit deeper of a breath, right? It's part of our autonomic nervous system. And so it's happening whether or not you're thinking about it, but what's different about humans is we can jump in and take control of this thing that's on the same track as your heart beating, as digesting your food. Those are autonomic nervous system things, but you can control your breathing. And I think it's an evolutionary advantage because it helps us to relax, to switch off that fight or flight sympathetic tone and to literally activate and turn on that parasympathetic activity in our body. And so there was a study published in the journal Sports Medicine citing that during steady state exercise in humans, lymph flow has been shown to increase to levels approximately two to three fold higher than at rest. Another study conducted at Appalachian State University found that walking, specifically walking, caused short-term boost in immune parameters, most notably for neutrophil and natural killer cell counts in the body. You get a boost to your immune system. Just go for a walk. Incredible, incredible. So make sure that even when the seasons are changing, make sure we incorporate a movement practice. Maybe we're not getting out and, you know, doing whatever, like you maybe you're going to the track or something like that, going hiking, all right? Just get out and go for a walk. Make sure that we're incorporating some things to just to support our immune system, all right? So some of the most effective exercises for supporting your lymphatic system are walking, swimming, Yoga, let me see you do that yoga. Stretching, mobility work, rebounding, using a little mini trampoline, it's called rebounding. I don't know why it's called rebounding necessarily, 
But whenever I hear the name, I do think of Dennis Rodman. And so, but that's just in my own mental Rolodex. But the mini trampoline, and it's one of my favorite tools. I use my rebounder several times a week. NASA. So these are literal rocket scientists say that rebounding is probably the best form of exercise for humans. All right, so let's move on. So that's number five on our list. Let's move on to number six on our list of top 10 ways to fortify your immune system. Number six on our list is to stay hydrated. This should seem like Captain Obvious, but if we're not out in the sun and sweating, we might have a tendency towards not drinking as much water. Your body still requires, this is like the second most important nutrient source outside of the air that you're breathing is water. Now here are just some of the things that water is responsible for in your body. Maintenance of your DNA, kind of important. Facilitating processes in your mitochondria, right? So the energy power plants in your cells, kind of important. Building blood cells and immune cells. Your blood is over 90% water and it's the system used to transfer oxygen and nutrients throughout your body. Also building the lymphatic fluid that we've been talking about, making digestive secretions, regulating your body temperature, maintaining cerebral spinal fluid. Plus your water in our bodies is like responsible for these information superhighways that are moving hormones and neurotransmitters throughout your body, helping your cells all communicate with each other. So all of these things point to the fact that water is critical in maintaining the health of our immune system. And seeing a drop, maybe even 5% of our ideal hydration level, we can start to see damage happen to our immune system and our immune cells specifically. And so just make sure that we're being adamant about getting the proper hydration for ourselves. The general tenet that I use is, is recommended for folks to drink half, half of their body weight in ounces of water each day. And so a 200 pound person would target 100 ounces of water. A 150 pound person would target 75 ounces of water. But I do generally put the cap at 100 ounces. So if somebody's 250, you know, 275, whatever, 100 should be solid. But keep in mind, this is going to depend on your activity level as well. So you might need a little bit less or a little bit more depending on what you've got going on. But this is a good barometer. I think it's a, a really sweet spot for a lot of us. So that's number six. We cannot overlook this one because without water, this whole conversation about having an immune system is just going to be null and void, all right? So make sure that you're staying hydrated, especially during this time of year of transition. All right, number seven on our top 10 ways to fortify your immune system, number seven is to actually condition yourself to the cold. Condition yourself to the cold. What do I mean by this? We've got these ideas in our culture of like, bundle up, you'll catch a cold. Right? My mom would tell me that. Bundle up. You might catch a cold. How do you catch how do you catch a cold? Or another thing that we would say is, you know, if somebody's sick, they're under the weather. They're under it. That's really difficult to do to get under the weather. Very, very strange thing. But it's these fears of our environment. It's a fear of cold. Is it justified? Because even here's the thing, they even call it a cold. They call it a cold, even though a lot of times you're actually running hot. And so it's a traditional kind of statement, but largely unproven theory based on a time when folks would get sick 
during prolonged times of exposure to cold, which, and in reality, by the way, many viruses, bacteria have seasons themselves when they're kind of prevalent. Like they're the groundhogs coming out at certain times of the year as well. And so this is from Harvard Medical School and from their health publishing. And this says, quote, a group of Canadian researchers that has reviewed hundreds of medical studies on the subject and conducted some of its own research concludes that there is no need to worry about moderate cold exposure. It has no detrimental effect on the human immune system. All right. We can stop being afraid of the cold. In fact, it may just be the opposite. Cold might just be helpful. Research cited in the North American Journal of Medical Sciences found that daily brief cold stress can actually increase both the numbers and activity of cytotoxic T cells and natural killer cells. Getting cold exposure helps your T cells, natural killer cells to work better. Talking about catching a cold, right? Actually getting exposure to the cold can help your immune system to function better. So daily brief cold stress. Another study published by the Academic Medical Center in Amsterdam found taking a hot to cold shower, so the contrast shower where you're doing a hot, you're doing a cold, every day slashed absences from work due to sickness by almost 30%. That was in one trial they did. The researchers studied 3,000 men and women aged 18 to 65 who were told to do the contrast shower, where they're taking a hot shower, then doing cold shower for up to 90 seconds, done in the morning. The results published in the journal, this is the Public Library of Science, PLOS One, show that in the following few months, the number of days taken from work and hours missed from work due to illness plummeted, right? Those hours of missed work went down so much and they linked it to doing these contrast showers. So scientists believe moving from hot to cold water boosts the number of disease-fighting immune cells such as monocytes. So some people here in this might be like, you know what? Fooling with the cold, it's not my, it's not my cup of tea, all right? I called it tea, not tea. And that's okay. These are just tools, but it might be a tool that you maybe consider implementing or experimenting with and see how it can improve your life potentially. We did a masterclass on this episode. That's episode 127, Benefits of Cold Thermogenesis. Different ways to go about it. Just get outside in the cold period. That's a good idea. Again, getting the fresh air, getting some exposure, but also these contrast showers, cold showers. Folks are taking ice baths. Like ice baths are popping right now, right? Again, might not be your cup of tea, but there's other options as well. You could do whole body cryotherapy. This is on the come up as well, right? Doing the cryo chamber, which uses nitrogen. Right? It's a different kind of cold. And this is getting like minus, you know, 120 degrees, whatever. It's like crazy, but it's just for like a couple of minutes. So one of the things I talk about in the episode is how cold exposure can actually increase things like adiponectin. And this is something that improves your insulin sensitivity and increases fat loss. And it's a protein hormone, by the way. So adiponectin is a protein hormone, which is involved in regulating glucose levels as well as fatty acid breakdown in the body. 
super cool stuff. And it's a result, it can be increased with cold exposure. So again, if you're interested in that, check out that episode. But for our intents and purposes, make sure for our list, get some access, get some exposure to cold. Because if you condition yourself to the cold, it's not going to hit you as hard or be that unfriendly. All right, so going to move on here. We're at number eight. So number eight on our list of top 10 ways to fortify your immune system. Listen, this is super simple. This is an add-in piece that anybody can do because I said fortify your immune system purposely. I didn't say boost your immune system. I didn't say skyrocket your immune system. That might not be the appropriate thing. You might need to bring that immune system down some. It might be hyperactive because of things you're exposed to in this transition. This is why things like chaga, medicinal mushrooms, these are known as immunomodulators, right? Immunomodulators. So they're able to actually shift your immune system up or down depending on what's actually needed at the time. There are very, very few things in nature and especially in the pharmaceutical world that can do something like that. It's usually just punching your immune system in one direction, either suppressing it or pushing it up really high. These have the intelligence, so much documentation that we have now to actually help to support your immune system in an entirely different way. So chaga, for example, studies indicate that chaga significantly increases the activity and effectiveness of our natural killer cells. This is probably, by the way, and just a little side note, chaga is probably the highest antioxidant substance that humans have access to, all right? So specifically, one of the antioxidant uh, effects on the body, chaga has been found to increase superoxide dismutase in the body, all right, or SOD. And this is a natural antioxidant enzyme that's produced in the body that plays a significant role as a free radical scavenger. And it essentially acts as kind of like a bodyguard, right? It's like the Kevin Costner of your system, protecting your DNA from damage, okay? And it helps to reduce the workload placed on your immune system. Superoxide dismutase, AKA Kevin, all right? Keep this in mind. Chaga, powerful stuff. Also, reishi. This study found that polysaccharides in reishi were found to enhance the proliferation of T-cells and B cells, again, interacting directly with your immune system. It's incredible. Also, we talked about how important sleep is. Rishi is incredible for promoting great sleep. This study published in Pharmacology, Biochemistry, and Behavior. Pharma, first of all, understand the, the name of this journal, Pharmacology. These are drug folks. They don't want to hear that Rishi can do this, but it does. So they, they got the data. They got the clinical trial done the right way. They're publishing this. So what they found was this medicinal mushroom, reishi, was found to significantly decrease sleep latency, meaning it helps you fall asleep faster. It was found to increase overall sleep time for folks who have trouble sleeping and and staying asleep, and also found that it increased non-REM and REM sleep, so deep sleep and REM sleep as well, reishi. And for me, these are pretty much dailies that I've been incorporating for several years Uh, I love the chaga. For me, I do the chaga with lion's mane coffee in the morning. I had it today because the lion's mane benefits for brain health, right? So I did the chaga, lion's mane coffee from Four Sigmatic. And before bed, especially when I travel, I love doing a cup of reishi. And so the reason I use Four Sigmatic and not Company X and all these different companies out there is that they do a dual extraction of the mushrooms. So this is a hot water extract and 
a alcohol extract to actually get the nutrients out that you're looking for in its full spectrum. Because you hear these studies, you don't know what extraction method the researchers used. So you might be getting a supplement and you're not actually getting what you're looking for. You get this with Four Sigmatic. Plus, they put them in these simple little easy to use packets. You just open, pour it in the hot water or pour your hot almond milk, whatever it is you're into, have your coffee. I got a little frother, I got fancy, okay? I don't know if you know this, but um, before, when I was traveling and I had my, my Four Sigmatic, which I, just, I had to have it, and I had the hot water in, in the hotel room, I poured in, I'm like using a little, one of those little plastic straws trying to store it real fast. Uh, it's terrible, like nobody should suffer through that. And eventually I found out about frothers because I told you guys before, like I didn't drink coffee until like about a year and a half ago, okay? My entire life, I just swore it off. I was like, I'm never gonna drink this stuff. Then I found out about the frother and changed my life. Okay, so now I travel with my frother. I bring it in my book bag. And so, um, but I love these this much and it makes me feel that good. And it's that little 1%, 2% benefit because I'm already doing all these great things for my sleep. But I notice a difference when I have the Rishi. It just is something special about it. So if you've yet to do so, go to foursigmatic.com forward slash model. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com forward slash model. You get 15% off everything. If you're not a big coffee fan, you want the Chaga, they just have the Chaga Elixir where you can just get Chaga. Dual extracted, done the right way. So you're actually getting the goods. So it's a big time thing to implement this time of year. Medicinal mushrooms, let's move on to number nine. Number nine. Number nine is to incorporate more seasonal foods. I want you to start thinking differently about your food, right? We have instant access to so much, but it might be throwing off our immune system. Stanford University researchers have discovered that gut microbes can actually change dramatically with each season. What they did was they found that healthy hunter-gatherer tribes have been found to have microbiome shifts that are in sync with seasonal changes made to their diet. So as the seasons are changing, the microbiome is changing, right? What's happening in the gut is changing. The researchers concluded that the gut microbes and digestion is cyclical throughout the year and in sync with the precise biorhythm of nature in a natural human setting. The problem is we're no longer in a natural human setting, nor are we consistently eating foods that are provided naturally at different times of the year to support that change of guard, to support the change of the microbiome. And so now it's time to be more mindful of this because again, the gut and the immune system, this is the front line. And so supporting our immune system, we need to pay more attention to what nature's providing for us at that time of year, all right? Because again, your microbiome is changing just because the season is changing. Crazy, that's one of the biggest takeaways of this episode, just like, so profound, the intelligence and the connection of our body to all of life and all of nature, super powerful stuff. And so you have to look up and see, because depending on where you live also is gonna be what foods are available during different times of the season. So you just go to Dr. Google, type in seasonal foods in your area, for example, and find a list. You know, it might be persimmons, it might be, you know, it might be kale, it might be uh, squash, I don't know. But just look it up, add in more seasonal foods for yourself during this time of year. We're at number 10 here. So number 10 on our list of the top 10 ways to fortify and support your immune system. Number 10 is to laugh, connect, and to have fun. 
all right? Laugh, connect, have fun. And I'm saying this from a scientific perspective, all right? This is part of the reason during this time of year when it gets cold outside, we put a lot of our most elaborate holidays during this time of year because we get that cabin fever, right? This can be a little bit of a, you know, we get the quote winter blues when you are isolated and you're in the maybe potentially kind of like a hibernation mode. And these are things to keep us cheerful and to know that spring is coming, that life has these cycles and everything is good and to be thankful. And so keep that in mind. Like we have a historical context for these things, these winter celebrations. But with the science piece, listen to this. When we're stressed, the immune system and its ability to fight off infections is significantly reduced. This is why we're more susceptible to infections when we're under heavy stress. A meta-analysis of hundreds of studies published in the Psychological Bulletin found that acute stressors of the fight or flight system elicit potentially beneficial changes to the immune system. But, but the more a stressor deviates from this and becoming more chronic, the more components of the immune system are affected in a detrimental way. So stress is one of those things that we need to be mindful of. This is again why we need to laugh, connect, have fun. For example, Brigham Young University conducted a study of IBM employees and found that sitting down to a family meal helped working moms to reduce the tension and strain from working long hours at the office. And also, did you know that there's actually a ton of clinical data demonstrating how good laughter is for your immune system? Now, this is absolute crazy pants right here. Listen to this. A study conducted at Indiana State University School of Nursing found that laughter is able to reduce stress and improve natural killer cell activity. Powerful. Make sure that we're taking advantage of these things, all right? Hang out with, with people that make you feel good, all right? Spend some time having fun, connecting, and laughing because it's one of the greatest gifts we have access to. And these feelings, these experiences, these aren't just, quote, positive emotions. These are things that guide our entire physiology towards a higher state. That's what's so powerful about this. So I hope you got a lot of value out of this episode. And with these top 10 ways to fortify our immune system, this is important for everybody that we care about as well. So if you got some value out of this, please make sure to share it out with your friends and family. You can post on social media, on Instagram and Twitter and all that good stuff. And of course, tag me. Let me know what you thought of the episode. And you can shoot this via email, whatever. Text it to somebody. Show them some love. Give them something that's going to add more years to their life and life to their years. I appreciate you so very much. We've got some incredible, powerful episodes coming up. So make sure to stay tuned. Take care. Have an amazing day. And I'll talk with you soon. And for more after the show, make sure to head over to themodelhealthshow.com. That's where you can find all of the show notes. You can find transcriptions, videos for each episode. And if you got a comment, you can leave me a comment there as well. And please make sure to head over to iTunes and leave us a rating to let everybody know that the show is awesome. And I appreciate that so much. And take care. I promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help you transform your life. Thanks for tuning in.